Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Money, one of the big issues that's been talked about significantly on this program, written about in the papers, it's always being discussed, the budget in Northern Ireland. No better time to uh, speak indeed to the Auditor General, Kieran Donnelly. Uh, Kieran, good morning. Good morning, Frank. It doesn't read very well, the amount of money that seems to be, to the uninitiated, to the person looking in, the amount of money that's been wasted on the overrun of major government projects. We're running multi-million pounds over budget and many years behind schedule on a series of massive government projects here in Northern Ireland. Could you, could you remind us of some of the biggies that are well and truly over budget and running way beyond where they should be? Well, there are a number. We take some of the the big roads projects, uh, the A5. That's running ten years late. And when thing when projects run late, obviously costs then uh, increase. So that's a big one. Um, there's also a University of Ulster campus uh, that's running over 100 million over budget uh, or over the original budget. So there are important lessons here in terms of um, at the early stages of actually um, pitching the, the budgets uh, in a more reliable way. Uh, there's what's known in the trade as optimism bias, uh, where maybe budgets struck at the outset are not realistic. Uh, there are other things going on here as well. Uh, if we take the AFI, for example, uh, there have been a, a variety, I think, three legal challenges. There have been also um, judicial reviews, legal challenges on the A6 as well. Uh, if we take the, the A6 case, um, government actually won the case, but uh, there's still delays and extra cost because, because of that. So, uh, so whenever, also, people, uh, whenever people lodge an objection, they're draining yeah. the public purse. Well, uh, you know, people are entitled to launch obje- objections, um, but uh, one of the things, uh, we will want a, a deeper look at this. Um, do we have more judicial reviews in Northern Ireland uh, and, than elsewhere? Uh, and uh, are there lessons arising from those? So uh, one thing that could be done is that maybe at the early stages of uh, major projects, there's more than community engagement that preempts some of these challenges at, at an earlier stage. Uh, there are also issues there on uh, planning delays as well. So uh, there, there's some that are well known. For example, the McCasement Park case has been delayed uh, because of planning planning issues. And there are other projects as well, such as uh, you know a community care facility in Yuri that's been plagued by by planning delays. So. 
I suppose what I'm saying is before a lot of the problems occur at the early stages before a sod is cut. Uh, and uh, in some respects, once contractors are in sight, uh, projects, particularly roads projects, tend to tend to proceed pretty much on time on budget it's at the early stages there there are huge problems that said uh, some of the projects that we have covered have um, construction problems as well Uh, and uh, for example the critical care centre in in Belfast that has been plagued with uh, construction issues uh, particularly on uh, the the water supply and ventilation systems and and technical issues of that nature so there, there are different issues in different projects and uh, another one is exactly the inter- um, the importance of um, you know securing sufficient interest uh, from from the construction industry what, one of the, the really important project is uh, the Struhl shared campus uh, set up in Oma and um, there was only uh, when it came to the the bidding stage there was only one one bidder left in the in the race and uh, the department decided not to proceed so there's an issue there of uh, capacity in the and interest in the in, in the construction industry as well uh, so there's a whole variety of things what needs to be done about it um, uh, we have made some points about uh, the institutional framework uh, you have a Northern Ireland's a small place, but we have a lot of public bodies involved in the commissioning and delivery of capital projects, and there needs to be some streamlining. We're not the first to say this. There have been reports over the years by OECD, by the Procurement Board itself, and uh, by the CBI that have made similar points. So, uh, and to harness the skills skill sets, because uh, major projects that are complex business to require highly sophisticated skill sets, so it's important that the public service has the capacity and capability to, to deliver on that. Is it fair to say that we don't have the ability to do it properly at the moment? Because you had a, such a list of examples. Now, there are many reasons why pitfalls appear, but we don't seem to foresee them, and we are wasting money. And money is such a, it's, it's such a topic for discussion at this present minute. You know, I, I know we're talking about capital projects here, but surely some of that money could be in the health service or in the pay packet of a nurse? Uh, Well, that's true. Uh, In a sense, uh, if you have uh, some major projects that significantly overrun, the money has to come from somewhere. Money is finite. So uh, inevitably, that's going to hit some other part of the the public service. So that's why... Keeping uh, costs under control is such a big issue. I would qualify that by saying that, uh, you know, our problems in Northern Ireland are not unique. Uh, There's some what I call mega projects across in GB that have run into really serious problems. We take something like Crossrail uh, costing somewhere like 15 billion and it's uh, nearly 3 billion over budget. Now, that said, a hugely technical project. Uh, where things will tend to go better is where there are standard projects, say, like um, school buildings. Um, they're, they're pretty standard, uh, and those will tend to go to plan. Where, but where there, there's one-off projects, 
they, they tend to run into uh, greater greater difficulty. Is it unfair to say, like, if I was building a house, I would get a quantity severe to give me an idea of what it's going to cost? But when government come to do things that they either don't get that quantity severe or they don't have a quantity severe that has the ability to foresee what it might cost? Uh, no, they do have, of course, uh, quantity surveyors, but... Uh, what we would say is there's, a, and this goes to the trade, optimism bias. Um, so in other words, maybe the, there's a tendency maybe to put the best case forward and uh, as opposed to say that what's the you know, a worst case scenario in terms of cost. Yeah, so but is, is, is that not is that optimism bias not because it's not their money? If, if they were in the private sector, they couldn't be as optimistic. Um, well, that, that's that's true. That's it. Uh, you know, sometimes private sector projects will, will overrun as well. And I suppose the other thing is the private sector goes bust, and you get you get punished. You yeah, yeah. you go under. Yeah. You you lose your shirt. But in the public sector, that doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, no, it's important to have more discipline in this, I suppose, what we're saying, at the early stages and the scoping of projects at the at the outset and to make sure that, uh, I suppose, government doesn't overextend itself. Uh, the other important thing is uh, that um, government needs to work uh, cohesively across the piece on this, that uh, projects are prioritised across the different departments and uh, we move away from a silo-based uh, approach and that the skills, uh, the skill sets uh, are harnessed uh, uh, centrally. So there, there's a lot of scope for streamlining around what I would call the, the centre of government. Now, do you think these changes will come about? Well, I think the, the will, uh, the, the, yeah. Uh, well, I'm not the first to recommend changes and uh, I suppose our system has been slow to uh, uh, I suppose implement changes recommended by others, but I think as you say, resources are finite. finite. There's no choice. These issues probably do need to be tackled head on uh, with renewed vigour. Okay. I appreciate your time this morning, Kieran Donnelly. Thanks, thanks very much for speaking to us. Thank you. Thank you very much, Frank. Uh, Kieran Donnelly is the Auditor General and, you know, we wonder sometimes, I know the, the figures are gigantic and it's hard for any of us to get our heads around them and we certainly are, are, are far from being experts when it comes to running a country, but a heck of a lot of money is being wasted. Uh, it's coming up on 25 past nine. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.